0: What up? This is Yinka Dez. Peace. This is Aldo. And listen to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we
1: have a put you up for the sophomore album of Corrupt, The Streets is a Mother, released November 16th, 1999. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I feel like, you know, obviously we haven't done a West Coast album in a while, have we? Sometimes
0: Maybe not. Maybe not? Maybe not.
1: Um, And Corrupt is one of your favorite West Coast artists. One of yeah, your favorite it was artists, coming right?
0: up. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite rappers coming yeah, up. one of sure. your favorite rappers, right. Yeah.
1: And so yeah, I feel like this is actually we almost recorded this like a few years ago, I'm not sure if you remember. Maybe. Yeah, you had su- suggested, oh, we should do a put you up for Corrupts uh, Streets of Mother. Yeah. yeah. So uh why uh why are we doing a put you up for this today?
0: Um I don't know. So you said you want to do another West Coast mm-hmm. album. I did, yes. Uh, we've talked about this or teased this. I think to me this is corrupt solo crown jewel album. Like okay. this is probably like his his best as a yeah. soloist. Um, and additionally, we did probably his worst, uh, which was corruption. Corruption. And yeah. so I feel like this is a, a great opportunity. You know, at least in your mind, because because you know to put you up to kind of redeem corrupt, uh, corrupt as a soloist because uh, corruption was not the best offer. Nah, that was not good at all. <laughs> but you're correct. Uh, corrupt is redeemed. Hey. This album.
1: It's really good. Okay. Uh, it's really, really good. Now I will concede that this is not necessarily like my kind of album. Okay. But I'm also like I'm not I'm not an idiot. Like I recognize <laughs> like if I was in LA in 1999,
0: like yeah,
1: I, did the mm. Chronic 2001, the Jock Dr Drace 2001
0: come out the same day? So I was I, I was yeah I was gonna talk about that later, but yeah they dropped the exact same day.
1: Okay. And you know look. If we're going to spoil the Where Were You, where was Mm -hmm. I in 1999 around this time? You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Black Death. Most Death's Black on both sides is released, so I'm still vibing out to that, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I bought 2001. Uh, That album was incredible. You know, I didn't really care about, you know, Dr. Dre and Eminem. I didn't give a shit about that. But, like, those Mm. beats and those songs, like, still D.R.E. and... You know explosive like yo that shit was that shit was crazy and that's where i was i had no idea that this was an album i think the only song that i recognized was girls all pause and that was not like that was not a song that i really vibed with right um not then or now to be honest
0: but never but
1: you know so you know corrupt coming out with an album in
0: 1999
1: went over my head right
0: completely understandable and you know to tease my low light my, my my low light is is poor planning um you know because i think you're not the only person right like yeah. this album was overshadowed like really one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time and maybe one of the greatest albums of all time is 2001 yep. and it was released the same day like bro don't release your album it doesn't matter who you are don't release your album on the same day as an album coming out from the biggest artist Ever, it's just yeah. not a good idea.
1: And, and so, well, so are we putting this more on or are we putting
0: this more on Dre? I would put this on corrupt. Um, okay. You know, corrupt and corrupts people, right? Like y'all. I mean, you know, Hosea Housewife is on here. So, yeah. so you you knew he was coming out around the same time. Y'all talked about your deadlines. Yeah. Like y'all y'all knew what this was. So hold hold your shit if you yeah. have to, or drop it early. Like don't drop on the same day as two thousand one. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, and I think that. um
1: We'll get into this because I actually have some thoughts from from Rodney, one of our listeners.
0: Okay, um,
1: which I which I'll share. But yeah, I mean, I think that this is an album. You know, two thousand one was like a that's like an American album. This yeah. feels like a very much like a, a West Coast LA album. Okay, um, and I think that if they're going to be released on the same day. It's like. Maybe if Corrupt was more of a national artist, maybe it would not have mattered. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I mean, like, nah, in this it context, it's like, nah, yeah, like, it, yeah. it matters. And the thing is, is like, you're on 2001 at least one time. Yeah, or possibly, he's times. on a few times, right? Yeah. You can take, you know, you can take the buzz from that and then you can release this even a right. month later.
0: Right, a month later and this, this hits yeah. nationally. Yeah, so... Um, so where were you when this came out? We already did my yeah, overview. I was did? in Virginia. Um, I think I, I I said on the on the exhibit uh, episode, but I remember buying this album and exhibits forty days and forty nights the same day. Um, yeah, I mean I was I was I was in Virginia. Uh, Two thousand one was everywhere, and it was everything. That was all anybody was talking about. Yeah. Um, I was a big corrupt fan. I talked about you know when cor- bringing corruption to Virginia. And that being a, an album that I listen to almost like as an identity album, um, so you know this particular album, I probably bought it like the day it dropped or around the time that it dropped. Okay. Um, and um, the the biggest kind of memory that I have around this is. Um, the song "Welcome Home." Okay, so you know I remember I, you, you. You've mentioned this song. Yeah, before. Yeah, like I was, you know, even maybe even now, right? But I was very homesick, like when I met when I moved to the East Coast, mm. um, and you know, so I miss Cali a lot. And like "Welcome Home" reminded me of home, and so I feel like it became this song that I would never listen to it unless I was on a flight. as my when they when they when they do the call signs, uh, when you when I'm going coming into LAX, and it's like you know. Everybody fasten your seat belts, we're about to go whatever. This would be the song that I would listen to. Welcome was Home. that on purpose, like out of principle? Or yeah. you just didn't like you only liked the song in that context? No, it was it was out of principle. Oh, like okay. it was, okay. it was just like it would just give me that feeling of nostalgia and excitement when I was getting ready to gotcha. land back in California. So
1: Welcome Home is not one of my highlights, but the yeah. entire time I'm listening to it, I'm like, I know Yinka loves this song. <laughs> I could just tell he loves this song. Yeah, love yeah, it, love Definitely, it. definitely a a, a Yinka joint. Um, should we do some critical reception? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, I look. I'm not one to talk about. The, the critical reception just because okay. I don't know anybody who listened to this album at the time I really yeah, don't yeah. and this is not something that we were checking for look okay. the entire time you know this is al- albums out the only thing we're listening to is 2001 and okay. that's it yeah that's fair right and this is this is just black folks this is everybody is listening to 2001 yeah for sure like it's crazy for sure uh so I don't have any critical reception so so
0: it seems like the the reviews were fairly middling um and by middling I mean like B's um you know uh, three out of four stars. Maybe four out of five stars. Like it it seemed like you know mostly safe scores. Um, I think we 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 have one from Vibe here that says "Corrupt destroys lesser lyricists while dipping and sliding through G funk beats." Uh, All music says "unspectacular but solid." This was part of the late 1999 West Coast revival.
1: Cool. I think that Source gave this four mics. I think okay, Um, which actually I think is pretty good. I think that. I would be very comfortable giving this a four out of five. Yeah. Um, I think with a few tweaks, maybe even a four and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, I do think that as a, look, I'm not a person who's from, from LA and there's some mm-hmm. things about this album that like don't really sit well with me okay. um, that, that have more to do with the sound than, than the content. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the content. The content is fine. Um, I'm not sure if I would. I think it'd be hard for me to give this a five out of five when mm-hmm. something like 2001 is just so massive, <laughs> yeah, and it's an unfair sure. comparison no, it's, to, it's to, true, to, to compare these two albums. But right. nevertheless, like you know what I like about like my albums that I give like you
0: know the, the coveted five stars to, right, right.
1: and this album doesn't have enough of that. But goddamn it, this is a
0: very, very, very good hip hop album. Yeah, for man, sure. and and I, I will say you know to, to piggyback on what you're saying, right? Like, um, Dr. Dre. Is more of what we were talking about, right? Like he's a he's a producer rapper. Yeah. Um. But you know, surrounds himself with a with a great cast of characters to to give us a narrative throughout 2001 that like you, you're bought in. The sound is amazing and you're immersed in his world. Um. I think yeah. we spoke on the Corruption album probably too much about you know kind of c- corrupts weaknesses as yeah. a main character. Yeah. And I feel like on this album, he does a really good job of hiding yes. his, his weaknesses and maybe amplifying some of his strengths yeah. um, in yeah. a way that I think makes this album maybe even greater than the sum of its parts, right? I think as, that's fair. As, as an offering for Corrupt as a solo artist.
1: I think that's fair. Um, so let me just give some of our our, our listener uh, feedback on this, our listener assessment, I guess, if you will, on this uh, on this album. Okay. Uh, so this is from Rodney, and Rodney is uh, one of our biggest Facebook contributors yeah, on yeah, the yeah. comments, and this dude always holds it down for any West Coast or <laughs> South artist, right? Always, always. Um, we love you, Rodney. So. He sent me a whole bunch, but I'm just going to snippet some some parts here. Okay. Um, but he says, you know, despite it being a really, really good album, the content and timing of The Streets does not help Cross stand out. You mentioned that. Right. Um, I think most fans were just ready for good music, while this album kind of forces you to pick sides. It's referring to like East Coast, no West music, Coast? yeah, and just like you know where America was. Okay, this is a very very LA-centric album. That's true. Um, so he says, well, we do have a strong preference. while I do have a strong preference for the West when it comes to rap. This album is for LA, not necessarily hip hop. For those familiar with Bloods and Crips banging all wax, Volume yeah. One and Volume yeah. Two, DJ Battlecat has a heavy hand in the productions. The streets is nothing new, right? So. Basically, I didn't read that right but basically it's like if you're familiar with that mm. this is nothing new for, yeah, for folks yeah, that are familiar yeah. with that. Um, but for others this album is crip heavy which is why I say the content mm. overshadows the album. Mm. Although this album is Corrupt's second solo effort it teases fans longing for the follow up to DP's Dog Food. That's While true. Corrupt is a great lyricist the street shows how much him and Daz need each other. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the same can be said about Daz's solo debut album, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back, yep. which re- was released the year prior. Yeah. Um, Ninety-eight. And and to let's just let's just get into the highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my biggest highlights is Daz Dillinger. Yep. Right. Gotta be. Gotta be, Um, and not just as a. First of all, when we did when we did the dog food episode, Mm -hmm. I said that one of my highlights was Daz Dillinger as a vocal contributor. Yes, and it's the same thing that goes here. And you mentioned before how Eric Sermon was probably like one of your most underrated uh, producers. Mm -hmm. I actually think Daz Dillinger is okay. Not only that, Daz Dillinger might actually be one of the most underrated musicians. Period. Yeah, the dude really, really understands music. He is not like a great like lyrical talent uh-huh. yet nevertheless i am captivated by everything he has to say and god damn it every single one of his vocal features on here is fucking amazing completely agree like this is almost like a dog
0: pound yeah hour, that's what i'm almost. saying this this is this is like the the sequel to dog food basically. it kind of feels that way yeah <laughs> right yeah
1: um and so you know i'm not sure if i would have been able to like respect that fact listening to this album like when we first started the podcast but given Mm -hmm. all you know the growth that i've had in terms of like going back to to listen to some of these projects that i probably would not have given a chance to at Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. understanding all that and now listening to this and now i feel like you know listening to you talk about like where you were in la is giving me like a better idea like what that felt like right Mm -hmm. and while me being on the west on the east coast Connected with someone like Dre and Snoop, mm-hmm. you're telling me how you connect with someone like um, someone like DJ Quick, and even to like an extent, certain extent, like corrupt. Mm-hmm. And like now that I kind of had that context, like I'm listening to this album, and I'm like, yo, like I get it, dude. Like right, I get right, it, right. I get it. And like hearing
0: hearing Daz now within this context, it's like, yo, like <laughs> I'm like this album does not work without Daz, don't it, you? It's funny. Like I know I noticed this morning. I was like, Daz raps. Like he's crip walking with words. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like, he, it, it, like it's not it's not about what he's saying. It's yeah. how he's saying it. You know, yes. and he, and you, he just really really understands like music. Yeah. So just you know, Daz
1: as he's so fun too. Yeah. He's so fun. Um, and even though like, uh, he's he's got a few beats on here. They're not the beats that he provides aren't my favorite. Okay. Um, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, just just like understanding music, cause I know I know the Daz had to be in this. In the studio And even on records That he's not producing yep. I imagine he's in there And kind of like For sure Help, help Colin some shots A little bit Maybe yeah, you have some yeah. Do you know Any, well, any details I, about that I, Maybe I,
0: Not like a background story But I, I can tell you 110% That I hear his musical vision gotcha. Throughout this album Right Like gotcha. he he's my number one Highlight as well Right I okay. said He's clearly more involved In the sound And the creative direction And probably The visionary behind this Got gotcha. you My next highlight Is Fred Rack Right? yeah fred wreck is fine what's so, up uh,
1: fred he has my favorite beats on this album okay um and rodney agrees he says besides yeah. dre fred wreck fred wreck is the one that brings the most out of corrupt on this album yeah.
0: uh i happen to agree i love fred wreck and i love fred wreck and corrupt together yeah yeah so um
1: and so my next my next highlight aside from uh fred wreck and Dash Dillinger, is just is corrupt mm-hmm. you know for Even though this feels like a dog pound record, Mm -hmm. it's still very much corrupt centric. And I think that, you know, when he attempted what he attempted to do on Corruption, I while admirable um, was he was out of his depth Mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. But he delivers it here. Doesn't do the two record thing. He's just like, look, you know, I've got I've got this psychosomatic, lyrical, erratic, whatever, right? Like he's got, he's got that aspect right, of it. Right, right. But he also very much has the DPG, the West Coast, LA, yeah. chillin', crip, fuck DMX. Like he, he has it all on there, right? <laughs> yeah, but like so. he's got, he's got it all in it and it delivers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so for him to be able to deliver as the solo artist on the record, I have to give him props because On his debut He
0: didn't do that Right So those are my Overarching highlights What you got What's up So I got Daz Just like you Mm -hmm. I got Fred Rack Um, Fred Rack is a Palestinian cat Is that right Um, Yeah Who is From Cali He's just He's one of the Funkiest dudes ever I I love Fred Rack So shout out to Fred Rack Um, He also has my Favorite beat on the next corrupt project. Out. Okay, so I, I love the combination of corrupt. Is that the, like project. the Galaxy Odyssey space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. space boogie. Maybe space... one day we'll do that. Too. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, uh, Superfly, man. Yeah, yeah I yeah. talk about Superfly a lot. I yeah. love Superfly. Um, to me, he's one of the most underrated uh, producers okay. and and artists out of the West Coast. Um, so Superfly as a producer, rapper, personality. I think he influenced the creative direction on this project as well. I can okay. just hear him uh, all over it and. I think maybe one day we might do uh, Superfly as an album called That Whoop De Whoop. It's if you're not from California, you probably never heard of it. But let's do it then. It's, it's a dope. Yeah, that sounds dope like project. it's to put you up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then just the features. Um, yeah, I feel like the features really brought it. Yeah, and they really created this whole environment. I don't know if this is the first time I heard them talk about DPGC, uh-huh. but you know, all of the features in this kind of universe of them going from Dog Pound to Dog Pound Gangsters, which is, hey, this is just all the homies that hang around Dog Pound, to Dog Pound Gangster Crip, yeah. where they actually make their own Crip set of, yeah. of artists that are all Crips is, is kind of cool. Like <laughs> I'm glad you
1: explained that to me because I didn't know. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I, I feel like this that.
0: album was the album where like you started to hear them be like, Dog Pound Gangster Crip, Dog Pound Gangster Crip, on oh, all okay. their shit. So um you know i like that like i I like i like the whole idea of like you know marvel has their own universe and dc has their own like this is like the dog pound gangster universe or whatever um crooked eye yeah yeah, yeah, i had seen crooked eyes name a little bit here and there but to me this was for me personally this was like the coming out party for crooked eye he's on two tracks they're back to back and he's great on both of them okay and you know this is what makes me a crooked eye fan and then you know i start Looking out all his freestyles and stuff like that. So shout out to Crooked Eye. Um, and then lastly, artwork. Okay. I like the artwork. I don't know if you saw the. I the saw the cover. cover. Yeah, um, but I haven't yeah, seen the booklet. Yeah. And then you know the whole booklet and everything is 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 similar. Like it's this, you know, crip blue and, and gray. It's it's the grain. It's the the um you know the the fonts. Yeah. The fonts that are like this it is like a good Spray, album cover for sure. spray painted yeah. fonts. He's got the you know he's got the most creepy outfit you'll ever have in your whole life with the, the the dodger blue you know hat the 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 starter jacket the the you know the the, the blue chucks yeah. like there's literally no mo- like if you did not walk by somebody if you walk by somebody like that that's dressed this way in LA they have to be a gang member there's no possible way that you are wearing this and you're not a gang member so makes sense. um yeah so I I love the 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 artwork man it's it's just like it's articulating exactly what the music is going to be when you get there okay so, did you want to go track for track or well
1: we have to do overarching low lights
0: okay what, what are your overarching uh,
1: so first of all i have two so first mm-hmm. of all this is uh tonally inconsistent it's not there are aspects of the album or pockets of the album that are kind of um uh incohesive okay right yeah. so it's not necessarily a bad thing it's corrupt giving us all the corrupt sometimes i think it works sometimes it doesn't i think Uh, ultimately does it take away from the album no like i still think this is a really really good album i I genuinely do but is it holding it back from me calling it like a masterpiece the way i like to call some Uh of the things i like Uh masterpiece yes i think it does right um so that's one of my lowlights the other thing too is that some of the mixing is bad okay at least at least I'm listening to this on on Spotify, so I'm listening to what's essentially an MP3, giving it like 192. But what what
0: song specifically? Like Uh, well, the the title track
1: for sure. Okay. But even like songs like there's a lot of songs that just are not really mixed as well as I would like them to be. Okay. Right? Especially if I if I'm thinking about like 2001, mm, the way that that's yeah. mixed, I right? Mean, you can't compare anything though to you're, you're, 2001. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, they're unfair <laughs> album sonic to compare. masterpiece. Yes, exactly. And I just kind of wish that this had that. Okay. But it doesn't, but it's okay. Like yeah. it's cool. I feel I do feel though like I need to concede that listening to this on the headphones on Spotify is different than if I actually had the yeah. CD in the car.
0: I also think though that Battlecat specifically daz as well a little bit but there are certain artists that it seems like the aesthetic of their ear in terms of the way their shit is mixed you don't like it so like okay. a good example is like we can freak it like you said that that was like a yeah like, yeah like yeah. and so i think some of the people that mix on his projects that might be fair you probably just don't like the, the sound that they're going for yeah maybe maybe yeah. uh do you have any overarching lowlights uh like i said just poor planning man don't release your album on the same day as 2001 like you clearly included your dr dre feature so that you could get more exposure so you know how much exposure 2001 is going to have so don't put your album on the same day okay um i think there's too many tracks to do track for track so we could just call out the
1: highlights individually okay um should i start yeah should you start yeah go for it so my, so there's a lot of songs on here that I think are solid tracks that are not highlights. For okay. Me. And that's particularly in the back end of the album, which I think is a great run. Mm-hmm. There's just not everything is like a highlight. I'm just like, it was a very solid track. Okay. But um, obviously, at the start, Who uh, Ride With Us? Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I think that that is like, that's kind of like the bounce that I'm going for. Yeah. I call Shots is a, is a good song. Yeah, but That's that not too. like, there aren't too many other songs on the album that kind of have that tone, and there's mm. no run of tracks like that except, unless, yeah. like, except maybe at the very, very end. Yeah. Um. So for me, like the album really kind of starts with like "Who Ride With Us."
0: Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? The um, "Loose Cannon." I mean, it's fine. Like I like yeah. concept tracks like that. Yeah. This didn't land. This didn't execute as well as it needed too. to. So it's not a low light, but it's just kind of like, eh. yeah, so it's for, a light for me too. So for me, like "Who Who Ride With Us," um, I think that's badass on the on the hook. And just like the energy that, that that we get from Daz, I thought um, it was Daz on the. Hook. It's badass. I think it's badass. Oh wow! Maybe maybe I, I could be mistaken. Hold on, let me see here. Um, R.I.P. Badass man,
0: it's
1: the homie. Um, yeah, I think that's badass on the hook. Okay, dope. and um, but 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 like you know the chemistry that Daz and corrupt have is like, man, I have underrated them as a duo. They're Mm -hmm. like up there. Like if you want to talk about like Ray and Ghost, if you want to talk about like Dre and Big Boy or Mm -hmm. Bumby and C, like, you know, even Q-Tip and, uh, Q-Tip and Fife, like, Corrupt and Daz belong in that conversation. Absolutely. They're a really, really, really good duo. Absolutely. So um so to hear them on that beat with that bounce, and yeah. that's Fred Rec giving it to us. You know what Love I mean? It. Like that's, yeah. that's 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 dope. That's a highlight
0: for me. That's what's up. Same. I said this might be the most West Coast sounding record on here. Yeah. Um Daz and Corrupt staple. Like if you're if you like this world, if you're a DPG Daz and Corrupt fan, this is exactly what you want to hear. Yeah. Um and it also features my favorite skit on the whole album. That's at the yeah, end of it, at right? At the end of it. With the radio. Yeah, and yeah. And basically yeah, yeah, calling, yeah. calling DMX.
1: Uh. <laughs>
0: Trash. Well, for, first it starts with the dude who's the um, who's supposed to be the Slow Jams uh, guy. I it's love quite Slow Jams, so. I, I love that gangster shit that gangster too. Shit. Where's my corrupt CD? And then they switch. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, hey, hand me one of them them O.E. cut." And then, <laughs> and then he he switches to this what's supposed to be a DMX song. That's my man's <laughs> in them. And he he has an actual DMX bar, which is uh. Well, first he says uh. If I bleed, that's my blood, and who I am is who I be until I die. That's who I was, and then he goes, <laughs> "You looking for some niggas running?" That's my man's in there, <laughs> and th- which DMX actually says on the yeah. first album. And then he goes, "If you looking for the TV, God damn it, I, I smoke smoked the this TV," <laughs> which is which is which is actually a callback to. On Foxy Brown's album, China Doll, which came out the year prior, Mm. she has this skit for a song. She has a song called J.O.B. where she redoes, you got to have a J.O.B. if you want to be with me. Mm. And the skit at the beginning, she's got this dude who's like a deadbeat and he's like staying on her couch. And she comes home and she's like, where's my TV? And he's like... I'm sorry, baby. I smoked the t v <laughs> so it's like it's like a ref, like a callback to d m x and foxy you know being together or whatever by him saying that d m x was the guy who smoked the t v so uh love that skit that's my favorite skit on the whole project that's there aren't too many skits on the project though,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah. there's a few yeah. Uh, next highlight is uh, Represent That G. see, so this is yeah. my this is my highlight of highlights. It's yeah. my favorite track on the album. I fucking yeah. love that shit. I love the beat. I love the energy. Um, you got Snoop delivering on the feature. Yeah. Uh, this is like your posse cut, right? Yeah. This is uh, yeah. I mean, like I was. This is one of the, I think this is the only song that like, I just like kept on repeat. I just, yeah. I cannot not bounce to this song. I have to bounce to <laughs> it. This shit is so dope.
0: It's about for sure. And and I feel like anything in the dog pound world where it starts with the, this radio announcer shit is going to be fire. And yeah. you know, it's like, Eminem, Enema, I'm saying it, baby, back, back right down your colon hole with another blah, 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 yo, like, <laughs> I just love this shit um so yeah so that's my
1: highlight of highlights yeah uh the next one for me is uh trilogy okay um we get bink doing something like this the, so the reason why this is a bink highlight doing me, bink things we got bink doing bink things this is also that era of hip-hop in which like Producers discovered that you can sample classical records yeah. because they're part of the public domain. Right. And so it's like, oh, it's a classical record. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and sample this shit. Right, right. And this is him sampling a classical record. Right. And you have corrupt giving us bars. Yeah. You know, you have corrupt doing his like, nah, like I'm a I'm an MC first, I'm a spitter first, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just spit on some shit. You know, whatever like it just is what it is like yeah. and it and it's great for that uh-huh. it's a cohesive with the rest of the project not necessarily do i yeah. care i don't yeah it's great so it's a highlight for me
0: i also like where it sits in the album because it's kind of yeah. right in the middle right in the and middle. you know I, I try to do the whole two acts thing so i do agree yeah. that it doesn't necessarily fit but it it's you know i feel like it, it's same with kind of call shots like corrupt likes these like Violin string arrangements where he's just spitting like that's like a just a thing for him And and I think this is one of the the better ones the funny thing about this song is I didn't know if you were how it was gonna land for you Why is that and and the reason I didn't know how it was gonna land for you is that it sounds like at the beginning of the record He starts trying to tell this story like this heist story about how he runs up in this stash spot and he kicks in the door He's doing all this stuff and then at some point it's like just not a story anymore yeah. and he's just talking about how he's just a gangster and yeah. he's tough and whatever and so i, I you being a stickler That's for fair. stories i wondered if it was going to be something that you thought more critically of it didn't well <laughs> what i will say is that
1: it didn't really feel like a story to me sometimes Ooh. when i'm listening to an album for the first time i don't know it takes a while for
0: it to For me to realize, oh, he's telling a story, right? Um, I never really got that, so I just associated because he starts with like, uh, uh, you know, uh, surround the whole parameter, some, some, some. He's like telling you this whole shit about how he's he's staking out the spot, and he's about to come through, and he kicks in the door, and and the dogs are running, and all this other stuff. But then he ends the story with like, and I'm a dog, DPG's my set, I don't give a fuck. And it's like, wait, was it a story, or did you not give a fuck? But. I love how it sounds. you know I love Bink and this is this is quintessential corrupt, so I love this song. My next highlight is uh never gonna give it up.
1: Okay. Um I like the beats. I love that.
0: Um
1: I love that. I think this that, is such you know, a Meach Wells uh, uh Is that what it is? Yeah thing yeah, he's he, a he producer on here. Yeah, he's dope. Um, you know, Nick Dogg Dog delivers cuz that's what Naked Dog does. Yeah. And yeah, this is this is a very well mixed song as well, mm, right? Okay. Um and so yeah, I just this is just it's got that is that got that kind of energy that I want. Mm. Um it's got a got a good bounce, got a good, you know, little little bob to it. Um yeah. I'm here for it. So yeah, this is just Word. this is one of my highlights.
0: It's interesting. I call this a highlight just because it's like a true, you know, Carlos endorsed DPGC posse cut. Like everybody here is part of like this dog pound clip. That makes sense. Um, But I I found myself getting a little bored on their verses on the joint. So like I I love the beat. Um, Warren G's verse kind of bored me. Mm, Nate was great, but Nate is 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 always great. great. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I like the song though. And I like what it's about.
1: Okay my next highlight is going to be an interesting one uh your girlfriend really the reason why this is a highlight for me has everything to do with the fact that first year after we did these nuts mm-hmm. we made a song called nut nut skeet skeet okay. and it had like an intro to it mm-hmm. and i'm not going to sing the intro but it's essentially it was like i don't know why these hoes are sucking toes when they know they they should be on, on their knees, sucking knees, nut, nut, ski, ski. Like the way that we sung that though, is the same way that they sing like the hook for your girlfriend. Okay. And because of that, like mm. I, I'm listening to the song with a smile on my face. Like, cause it just kind of brings me back to a moment yeah. when we recorded something that no one really heard. Like, I think we, we recorded the track. It was to the beat of it. It was the fabulous um Hollaback. Okay. We did it to that. Um, but like no one really heard this song. But nevertheless, I still remember that moment. And mm. so like hearing this Girlfriend song just kind of reminded me of that. And mm. like it's not a bad song. So mm. I was like, yeah, it's just
0: it's just a highlight for me. I hate this song. Um, <laughs> it's a low light. Um, you know, I, I think this is like the ultimate uh, sophomore misogyny on here. Probably. Uh, I like the beat, but I can't listen to the song. I feel like one of the things that I hate the most about this song is that like... So the whole shit's about how like... Your girlfriend's a hoe yeah. and, you know, we hate her because she's a hoe and we all smashed her and she's nasty, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, you know, then they proceed to tell us about how your girlfriend has all these STDs because she's such a hoe. But then they tell us that they all slept with her. So it's like, okay, so <laughs> so what you're saying is like, this woman is disgusting and she has all these STDs and she does all this terrible you stuff. You all slept with her. But you have such low standards and, and for yourself <laughs> That you still decided to have sex with this woman, despite I love how, like, all of these things. You and I kind of like uh,
1: <laughs> switch switch roles here, because that's because that's that's how how I would break. That's how I would break something down like this and talk <laughs> about like, yeah, logically, this doesn't make any sense at
0: all. I
1: think I think look, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's definitely a sophomore song, and there's a lot of sophomore songs on this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, I'm listening to a corrupt album from 1999, right. West Coast rap, LA. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. expecting that. I mean, so. if you
0: anything in the corrupt and Daz canon is gonna yeah. be sophomore misogyny, that's the
1: yeah. thing. Uh, my next highlight is "Hoes a Housewife." Okay. Um, and I don't think this was a ho- I don't think this was a highlight for me when we talked about 2001. Me but for whatever reason, like. On this album, it works way better. Okay, it just it just works way better for me, and I think that like I actually like appreciated the lyrics more this time around than I did than listening to two thousand one. And I know I know what they're talking about, right? Like, Mm -hmm. but still, like lyrically, I don't know. This album just this this song just kind of like works for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I kind of agree with you there, and I you know I think uh, similar to you, this was not a highlight for me on two thousand one, and I don't know if this tells me that. 2001 is way better than this yeah. Or if that just It just fits better here I don't know But what it does tell me Is that I miss Hitman And I think yeah. that Hitman Was really really dope On, yeah, on he, this And on the whole 2001 project yeah. And I wish that he worked With Dr. Dre more Because he was just Such a, a great talent Hitman is one of my Highlights
1: for this song I think the the issue though Is that like The 2001 Like when I when we talked about that I talked about how like the whole like first 10 tracks of that. Like mm-hmm. the first, like if there's a side A to the album, right? Mm-hmm. The side A to that album is so big and so yeah. cinematic. Yeah. The side B is probably more of like the LA centric. Okay. If you will. Okay. And that's where this song lands mm-hmm. on that album.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where this song lands on this album, yeah, it's still on the back half, but like the whole thing, it just feels like it just feels like it makes more sense mm-hmm. for me, for someone who is like recognizing that this is just an la-centric album okay it just makes more sense for me here and hitman yeah. is great yeah. uh rodney has some thoughts as well which i'd like to share okay from a production standpoint dr dre's "Hose a housewife is the best song on the album hmm. dre knows how to get the best out of the artist he works with daz and superfly both make great beats as well but the artist may not always shine which dampens great lyricism mm-hmm. i'm not sure if i agree with him about it being the best song of the album it's not yeah. my favorite song on the so album, either. but i do think that he brings up a good point or he he brings up a point, brings up a, a good point worth discussing about, you know, does Dre bring the best out of artists mm. versus someone like Superfly or or even Daz? Mm. I'm not necessarily sure. I agree with that because I think that Daz gets. Uh, Brings a lot of other artists as well. And you know mm-hmm. more about Superfly than I do. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, that was a point that I... I think
0: he, he might be right in yeah. that, you know, Dre is one of the few people that will make you say the wor- the same word a hundred times before the, he gets the right take, right? And uh, gotcha. nobody else is going to do that, right? Daz, you you know, especially if you're working with somebody like Corrupt, yeah. it, it, you can tell that this nigga's is just freestyling on yeah. half of these songs. At yeah. least. So, you know, it's like he probably just goes in and just did, raps some shit Dr. Dre's probably like, nah, go back and do it again. Nah, yeah. go back and do it again. You know what I mean? That's true. So that's probably what he's saying. Uh, my next highlight is I ain't shit without my homeboys. Hey, y'all don't and see me. When I'm throwing my dubs up, yeah. Even even though
1: I think this beat kind of sounds like it was made on like, like the keyboard sounds kind of like elementary to me. Okay. Nevertheless, okay. I think the sentiment of this song, like, yeah. it's good for us to get a song with this. You have mm. Crooked Eye on here. I think he shines. Um that's great. That's right too. It's just a, it's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song.
0: I love this song. Um, those keyboards that you're talking about are probably played by uh, Priest, uh, also known as Superfly. Okay. Um, you know Superfly and Daz working together. This is the most Superfly and Daz beat I, ever to me, and gotcha. I, I love it because I love their shit. Yeah. Um, this is uh, everybody on here comes off. I love Baby S. Uh, Baby S was also on We Can Freak It, uh, oh, so okay. you probably know, know his voice from there. I think he has one of the dopest rap voices ever. Uh, mm. Rest in peace, baby, yes. He's, he's from uh, Hawthorne. So my boy Day One is, is one of his boys. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, he's like a legend. And and Crooked Eye, you know, this is one of the first Crooked Eye verses I ever heard. And he's dope on here. Superfly is dope on here. It's just like, it's a posse cut that's about being a posse cut. Yeah, that. that's fair. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's it's a really good...
1: Really good song. Really good song placement too. Yeah. Um. My next highlight is Live on the Mic featuring Kairos. Kairos One. Okay. And I love this because, first of all, I'm not sure if it, it it's weird. This one to me fits more than like I Call Shots. Okay. Right? Like, this actually sounds like it could belong on the album. Oh, you mean Even no, more so than wise. What? You mean production-wise? Production-wise. Okay. Even more so than Trilogy. Like, Trilogy or tri- Trilogy, whatever it is, doesn't mm. really sound like it fits on here. Right. This one actually does. Okay. Right? Because um, I think Superfly produces this, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Yeah. And I love that you got KRS-One on here. They're mm. both clearly freestyling. Right. I love that neither one really outshines the other. Like, KRS-One mm. starts off really strong mm. and corrupt is just kind of like saying whatever mm-hmm. then by the end like chris is doing his bye bye, right, right, and corrupt is killing it right, so right, i right, love that like there's like a balance there there's a respect there yeah i love it when like you have like one of the you know the, the teacher the philosopher someone who considers himself an arbiter arbiter of hip-hop mm-hmm. comes out to la and be like no like corrupt deserves a cosign right not that not that not that corrupt needs KRS's co mm. but like, but let's be real here. Like, this is this is like late '90s. KRS One mm. is still considered one of the goats, right. even regardless of whether or not like you agree with that. Now, at right. the time, he's still considered one of the goats, right. and he's like, "No, you're gonna respect my man, corrupt." Yeah, uh, I just I fuck with it. It's a uh, mm. yeah, it's a highlight for me.
0: Completely agree. I mean, you know, we talked about genius earlier by the Kanye documentary, yeah. um, and for me, just seeing people live their dreams is something yeah. that I love. Yeah. And you know, uh both uh Snoop and Corrupt have talked about how KRS one is like their hero. Like oh like, interesting. Yeah, they they know, love him. So I didn't so know it felt that way. Yeah. Um he even did uh Love's Gonna Get You Over again, a song called Dog's Gonna Get You on on uh, oh, one of his okay. albums. So yeah he they they both love KRS. Like that's okay. their guy. Yeah. So you know to watch corrupt you know somebody who this is his hero and then he gets to freestyle with yeah. his hero and record it as yeah. a song I think is just amazing and yeah. one of the little nuggets that I've never heard but I read somewhere is that you can hear Foxy Brown laughing in the background no, while okay. they're while, at certain punchlines and stuff while they're freestyling which was it's cool if, if it's true I, I never heard it
1: okay my last highlight is calling out names mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. suffer it I I like the
0: beat.
1: Um, uh, that's a Fred Rec beat. Yeah, yeah. I like the beat, and I like like I respect the fact that he's like actually calling out names. Yeah. Um, I think Rodney said this is one of like a a top ten diss track. I'm not sure if I agree with that, but nevertheless, like it's
0: fine. Like I don't, you know. But uh, yeah, this is just it's dope. Like I'm I'm here for the drama. Yeah, I feel like, and and that that's what I will say too. Right, this drama. I feel like, you know, other than like hit him up and a few other, um, you know, kind of specific examples there were not a lot of hip hop songs that like called people out by names yeah. so, like like most of the disses were more subliminal yeah. and so like this being one where like he's literally calling out names yeah. i think gave this a lot of drama like oh, yeah. you know, like oh shit you know um but at the same time you know on the on the other hand of it um i also think it's kind of some bitch shit a little bit okay. and and one of the things that i don't like i don't like when you make your fight somebody else's fight and so a lot Mm -hmm. you hear a lot on this record like yeah you know the west coast we gonna ride on you we go on this it's like you have a specific (laughs) beef with an individual this isn't about the west coast this isn't yo don't don't step off a plane we gonna blah 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 all these people no you have a problem with a specific person and so you know he he does do a lot of like you know west coast posturing which annoys me a little bit but um You know, he did have an issue with with DMX and, you know, he felt like DMX and Foxy had something going on, wasn't cool with it. He called it out. um, And yeah, I like the song too. It's a highlight.
1: There are a couple other songs I just want to mention. They're not highlights for me, but I think that they're all very good songs. Yo, before
0: we move on, I'm sorry, off that song, the fact that he says, fuck belly has always made me laugh. Me and and (laughs) Kenny used to always say, yo, fuck DMX, fuck Rough Rider. Fuck, Fuck belly, belly. <laughs> like, The movie <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yo, I love that
1: I'm sorry go ahead So there's, <laughs> a, there's a few other songs that I want to mention Just They're not necessarily the highlight, highlights for me But I, I respect these songs I think they're very, very solid songs mm-hmm. And they're in a good run Which is uh, tracks 9 through 11 The streets uh-huh. is a mother You can't trust nobody And it ain't about you yeah. I think that like I didn't highlight them But like I respect it Like they're, they're very solid
0: songs Yeah they're in my highlights as well, so I'll, I'll give. Yeah, the highlights so that we so, missed. so tell me what so, you missed. So uh, tell me what I missed. Yeah, I call shots is a highlight for me. I figured um, it would be. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's just this is like what you're asking for from corrupt. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's just like it's not really about shit. Um, you know, he's got uh, you know string sample, uh, organized noise, which is was a weird uh, a weird choice to me. Like I, yeah, the the couple of records that organized noise did, I was kind of just surprised because I don't yeah. I didn't know where that that pairing came from but you know cool Um, I wouldn't put an organized noise production as my first song on a corrupt album by choice but whatever it works it sets the stage I
1: think it actually does work for me as a first track because if you go from like for me I think the album really starts with Who Ride With Us Mm -hmm. right and so I'd rather have I'd rather have I Call shots at the beginning so that it doesn't break up this West Coast vibe that I get you know what I mean yeah
0: so, you know, um, I think he sets the stage. He tells us what he's about. And then he also introduces his little brother. Yeah, and I think, this might, I think this might be the first time I heard Roscoe. But, you know, I became a fan of Roscoe. He would go on to have his own rap career. And, you know, and he actually has his own version. I think there's an I Call Shots part two, oh, which is just Roscoe. So mm-hmm. that's dope. Rodney talks about that a little bit. He says, although
1: we can hear the Philly influence and corrupt and his younger brother, Roscoe, mm-hmm. on I Call Shots, the song along with the rest of the album is proof that it's not about where you're from, but where you're at. L.A. to the core. So, yeah, he just wanted to make, you know, special note that, uh, sure. I think this is probably like corrupt
0: trying to put like his brother on a yeah, little bit. Yeah. So that's, Yeah, that's, and I mean, you cool. know, if you were familiar with them or around in this time frame, like, Roscoe was super young. I mean, yeah. I mean, he started bringing Roscoe around when he was 15 or 16 years old. And so, Roscoe would be around all these grown men, spitters, and he would be freestyling. Like, Roscoe was a dope freestyler, and he'd be there just rapping, maybe like. Yo, who is this little kid? You know what I'm saying yeah. he's like 16 years old. He's just killing everything. So it's it's dope to see Roscoe like at this at this time frame.
1: Your next um, highlight,
0: welcome home. Uh, yeah, welcome yeah. home, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I talked about it already. This this feels like palm trees and warm weather to me. Like I just I love this record. I hear that. How big of a record was this in LA? I don't like think it was that big. It like, wasn't like, like okay. yeah, it wasn't crazy. They weren't playing it on the on radio or anything like that. Um, actually, you know, he really put a lot of marketing and money behind um, Girls All pause. So that was on the yeah. radio a lot and stuff, which I, I never really loved. And then Who Ride With Us was like the single that wasn't a single. Like yeah, everybody gotcha. from back home fucked with Who Ride With Us. Okay. But yeah, love Welcome Home. I love Latoya Williams. I've, I've shouted her out before. She was also uh, on that song All Around the World on Blueprint too. Oh, okay. Same song. Yeah, yeah, Same, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. her. So she, I, I love her voice. She has a really like kind of churchy type of voice. Okay. Superfly produced it. So, you know, I, I love everything Superfly does. Um, Tequila is my ultimate low light. So let me okay. just say like, like this if I have a low, low light, album. I, I have maybe two low lights, but this is a fucking low light. Yeah, I bad. hate this song. It's, um, bad. it's not about anything. Um, Timo's on there. Timo's on there, Nivea's on there. Nivea's she sounds on awful. There. I don't know what, what why. Yeah. I, this is just please just take this whole song off. Take, like, I yeah, I agree. I um, we talked about trilogy already. We talked about never gonna give it up. Shoots uh, is a mother. No, but I'll tell you why. It's because okay. it's too long. Um you know, it has like a very slow, maybe it would have worked more better on okay. dog food. Um, I would have made this like a one verse record. Um, And it would have just been like, it could have been the intro to the project or something like that. But like, it's too long and it it, it disrupts the moment.
1: So the reason why it's not a highlight for me is because I don't think it's mixed very well. That's true. Um, I do like the lyrics. I like Mm. the vocals. Maybe it is a little too long, but like, Mm. you know, this is such like an iconic Isaac Hayes sample Right. to not do it just like to to take something and have like the standard version, like not not do something else with it to just kind of have like a standard loop with, with it. And then to not mix it well is kind of like guys, like you're yeah. better than this, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it should have been a highlight because, like I said, I like the lyrics. Agreed. I do like the sample. I just don't like how they executed it. Yeah. So that's why it's not a highlight for me. But it's a solid track, and yeah, I and yeah, cool. and it doesn't disrupt my run. Like All I didn't. Right. I had no problems going for. Um, I had no problems going from. Uh, never give it. I'm never gonna give it up to to uh, the streets as a mother.
0: to you can't trust nobody. Like, yeah. It never felt like. It never felt. Um, it never felt stunted to me. Yeah, this is a run for me. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you can't trust nobody. I love. Yeah. Right, you know, um, <laughs> I love. My bills got to get paid. I'm out of here. Bitch. Catch me next week. <laughs> Skrr. Um. Yeah. So I love can't trust nobody. Yeah. Lord. And then it ain't about you. Uh, yeah. Is actually a highlight for me. Go ahead. It, no, I said both of these songs are, are two very
1: solid tracks. That they're not highlights, but I'm like. I feel like if I grew up with this album, they probably would be highlights for me.
0: Yeah, so it ain't about you. This is very much sophomore, soft (laughs) work misogyny. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, use one of our, our listeners, you know, term. Superfly is grandfathered in for me as as (laughs) as a pimp, right? Like Superfly and Sugarfree get a pass for me. They they can say ridiculous shit and I'm okay with it. Um, So it ain't about you is the most Superfly song ever on here. In fact, if it's not on that whoop de whoop, it should be on that whoop de whoop. The the Superfly album. It's this is a Superfly song that just happens to have corrupting these other niggas on it. Okay. So um, you know, I I love Superfly. Um, I think the, the I would probably just make it Superfly and Trady's Versus. Corrupts Versus Whack to me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Trady, this might be Tr- Tradey's best verse. Like, this is one of his best verses. Okay. Um, so I, I really like that. And I, I like Tradey. I like his voice. Okay. Um, Girls All pause is light to me. I, I never really liked this song. It's not a low
1: light, but I don't think it's... Yeah, it doesn't do anything yeah. for me. I understand why, like, it sounds like it's a hit in 1999. Yeah. Like, I get it. You got Bink on the beat. You yeah, got man. Nate Dogg,
0: obviously. Girl. Exactly. Oh, pause. Oh. But like. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they're re- they're interpolating uh, like a climax record. Right. Uh, the men all pause. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like a old school joint. Um, but I mean, yeah, it just didn't do it for me. I thought it was silly. I love Nate. Um, Nate always sounds good to me. So yeah. it's not about that. It's just a silly song to me. Got you. Um, and then what else I got? I got Ain't Shit Without My Homeboys. Like I got Step Up and I got Live On The Mic. So talk about Step Up because that's not a highlight for me. Okay. Um, so yeah, one thing I want to say about Step Up, if I remember correctly, because I definitely had this CD, I think Step Up is produced by DJ Battlecat. And and I and um, I, and I right? feel like it's credited on Wikipedia as produced by Dad Dillinger. Dillinger. Okay, and I, I I could be wrong, so you know definitely let us know in the comments, y'all. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is actually produced by Battle Cat. Okay, um, but yeah, man, this is this is the stuff that I as a young budding MC, you know, this is what I was coming to corrupt for, right? Mm. This is this is lyrical, miracle, spiritual. Uh, you know, dudes, dudes being super lyrical over you know a, a fairly simplistic beat. Um, this is Crooked Eye just absolutely murders this bitch. to a point where it's just like, this is this is corrupt at its best. This is exhibit at its best. But Crooked Eye is just above and beyond. I think this is a song that I would have needed
1: to grow with because I don't really like it musically. Yeah. Um, so bad. I would have had to like really sit with this album and just kind of let it play and yeah. let like. Like, just kind of absorb the music so I can really appreciate the lyrics because I, I don't like this beat. This
0: is the art of manslaughter. When I'm rocking, I'm more shocking than dropping the boombox in bathwater. Deliver the sick <laughs> verbals. My shoddy spin around before you spin around your body hit the ground or something. He just was killing, like, Crooked Eye's verse on this shit is one of the most amazing verses on this album by okay. far. Um, and I just, I, I love, um, I love how he comes off and then Corrupt and then Exhibit. Um, and the other thing that I love is um, Battle Cat on the scratch. Okay. Because yeah. I think every once in a while we forget that this nigga's is a DJ too, mm-hmm. right? And so like at the end, he's just killing the transform scratches and everything. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Battle Cat, that's what's up.
1: Okay. So yeah, so um, we kind of touched on our low lights, which was just tequila. Uh, we don't yeah. need to rehash that, but I that's- I think I had another low light. Did you?
0: Um, what was my other low light? Well, it would have been Loose Cannon. That's the only other song we didn't really talk about. Loose Cannon is a meta light to me. I get yeah. what they try to do, yeah. like with the whole like, oh, let's sample NWA and eazy E and um, oh, uh uh Your Girlfriend is my other low. Oh light. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm really glad that we got to listen to this. I think in terms of put you ups, this yeah. is probably one of probably one of the better ones for me. Just in terms of like, I can really see a situation where like, if I grew up in LA, like, I would love this record. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I could just see it. Yeah. Um. You know, everybody is talking about two thousand one, but like, nah, like that corrupt treats as a mother. Like, I get it. <laughs> I get yeah. it. You know what I mean? And even some of the things that weren't necessarily for me, I can still kind of like appreciate and respect. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's not. It's not entirely cohesive, but it also probably doesn't need to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Dr. Dre made sure that his albums were very cohesive. Right. You know what I mean? You talk about like Chronic, you talk about uh, Doggy Style, you talk about 2001, like it's like, nah, like it has to be this way. Right. Crump's probably not thinking that way. Too, yeah. uh Daz probably isn't thinking that way either. But nevertheless, like despite that, like it still delivers. And so, you know, if I can get past the fact that like Trilogy and Loose Cannon probably don't really belong
0: on this record. Mm-hmm. It's fine it's whatever It's Corrupt yeah, You know what I mean yeah. So it's cool Yeah I mean you know And I, I I, think Corrupt showed us later In his career And earlier in his career That he might not be The greatest executive producer And and I think this is, is yeah. Very well done Despite that You know yeah. So I think
1: uh Yeah Daz is probably Considered
0: the executive producer On here
1: so Is he? Yeah I think so It looks like it It says also exec
0: yeah. um, Which makes yeah. sense Because this tell.
1: This does sound Like it could be Like a, a dog pound record yeah, And yeah. apparently it's Dog food too they're coming back out. Yeah, yeah, supposedly
0: they are doing a dog food too. I don't know what to expect there, and so yeah. I'm not highly anticipating it. But you okay,
1: know. well, I'm more curious about like what Daz is doing because, like I said, I think that he's a very underrated musician. At least I'm
0: realizing just how well he knows music. Well, we've got a Daz album that I actually wanted to do. So maybe which we can one is do that? One. Um, So So Gangster. When did that come out? 2005, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. We can do that. Do you have anything else to add? Actually, it might have come out in 07, 06, something like oh six. Okay. Um, I don't have anything to add, man. Uh, glad that we, you know, we covered this album. I think this is a really underrated album for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know one of your favorites, uh, Fonte Coleman from Little Brother, uh, mentioned on one of the uh, maybe the Questlove podcast that. This is either one of his favorite albums Or in his mind One of the most underrated albums So I think I can see you know, that This is an album that I think It's like a If you know you know type album No
1: I, I feel that Because yeah. look I don't remember this song This album getting any Any kind of national recognition Yeah right? But like If you know you know And I'm listening to this album I'm like oh Like oh no Like this shit is dope Yeah So
0: yeah. I get it Anyway, I think that'll wrap up for uh you know our uh put you up episode for mm-hmm. uh corrupt the streets is the mother. Yeah, In the mother. I'm saying it baby. I just said
1: it loud. In your motherfucking ass, okay?
0: Like this we going to clean up like this, punk bitch. Man, what a bitch. Gangsta shit, full scrape up the cement and bend I never love me a hoe Just to remind y'all bitches In case you didn't know I break full on niggas Way cool on niggas Fuck all y'all niggas sort off y'all niggas And I'm quick to pull out Gangsta shit, tell a bitch to stick a dick
1: in a mouth Had to skip to my loose C Walking, G talking I'm against the cold-hearted Sick, dumb, and regarded. Came up to start without a bulletproof basket yeah. Ran with the best work. Always stay
0: fresh, won't we'll settle for less.
1: Looped out, satin' out. Man, these niggas on deck. Now it's the pimp of the
0: truth. fly coming through. I got a dick and a couple balls just to name a few. The heat, float out. Niggas get choked out, smoked out. Niggas that'll fuck you up, uh, no uh, doubt. Gangsta, gangsta, tell me how you do it. It seems so simple, like there was nothing to it. Rippin', sippin', dipping on the fluid. West Coast nigga, yeah, we be the truth.